Welcome everyone to my Bulletproof Marriages TV show on the Trajectory TV network. We are so honored and excited you are here with us. If you are married, dating, engaged, in a relationship, divorced, or in an entanglement, we have solutions for you. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's get it. Welcome to E360 TV, the live streaming and on-demand destination for influential voices and enlightened audiences. We offer trending, grassroots, and purpose-driven content across a diverse range of interests. E360 TV is more than just watching programs. We offer the ability to interact with live shows connecting audiences to real, authentic influencers and storytellers while streaming to millions of devices. Real experiences. Raw conversations. One destination for it all. E360 TV. Yes, man. What do most men want in a woman? Realness, authenticity, a woman that's intelligent, that. I'm not sure I understand it, but everything seems brighter now than before. Mm. I don't know why I feel this way, but every time I hear your name. Put that foot down now, that's awesome. All right, done. You get a twist out of this. all because of you, you, you. I feel the way I do, do, do. You make my dreams come true, true, true. It's all Look at this fine thing at work. And I don't fall in love Ooh. so easily. Cause I don't wear my heart up on my sleeve. Yeah. I don't know if you feel the same, but every time I <laughs> yeah, we are back. We are. I love that song. You're probably gonna hear me say that until it just gets on my nerves, which it probably will never get on my nerves, but I love that intro. So remember, 
being the best version of you, doing what's best for you in the present moment, leading you into your future self. Tell us in the comments where you are located, where you're watching us from. If you have not subscribed, please do so. And hit that like button. Share your content. Let's help people. What you waiting for? <laughs> so, you ready? Girl, I'm ready. All right. It's mail call. What is mail call? Oh, hold on. There's a... It didn't work. Now it's working. <laughs> we'll learn how to use this thing, but get a drum roll. So mail call is something new. You can email us at mybulletproofmarriages at e360tvlive.com and you can send in a question or comment, concern, something about the relationship, about yourself that you're needing advice about. And then we will and you know announce you on the air live here. Or if you wanna be anonymous, that's fine, but at least let us know where you're located at so that way we know where our audience is watching us from. So today we actually do have our first mail call. All right, it's cute. I like write it in this cute little notebook. Look at that cute little notes. Right. All you ladies out there, <laughs> I know y'all like that. Okay, how do I get my spouse to spend more time with me? It was from an anonymous person from Massachusetts. You know, that's a, <laughs> that's a good question. <laughs> and I think that a lot of couples definitely face this okay uh we faced it we did uh we were in a good place in our relationship but because of how life kind of played out we started to spend less time just by ourselves together right like we were worried about the job and the kids and we were working together we weren't on bad terms we just we weren't having time alone and it was really something we had to investigate and you know before we we get into this you know understand that we don't know everything going on in this relationship there's mm -hmm, a lot of right. reasons why a spouse might not want to spend time with their partner okay there could have been things in the marriage that happen things personally that's happening there, there could be a lot of reasons but i will say this what we're about to give you works because we we did this and we had all those things too. We had personal issues. Mm -hmm. We had a lot of reasons that we could have used to continue to not spend the time together. Okay. I had mommy guilt, you know, like feeling like, oh, I have four children, so I need to give my time to them. They come first, right? That's not true. I had to really dive into that and, and realize that my children are going to grow up and they're going to leave me and they're going to be with their own spouses and they're going to be having their own children and doing their own thing and living life. And I'm going to be here with him. And so if <laughs> so when they grow older and they move out, I don't want to then just start life over with him because then it might be too late. And I think sometimes that's what happens to no, people is that yeah. you end up putting your focus on everybody and everything else for 18, 20 something years while you have children. And then you turn around and you're trying to figure out how to then start life with this person that you've been married to this whole time or in a relationship. Some people don't want to get married. And so I don't want to take that away from them. But here and there, uh, it started with us with communication. Yeah. That is the honest truth. You have to be able to communicate with your partner. I remember just sitting with Chad and just saying, listen, I need to lose weight. I don't, I'm not happy with the way I look as far as my, you know, my body shape. And I know that I'm not healthy. So 
you know, I need your help and I need and, and I need you to help me because I know that he had, you know, lost weight before and he's, you know, great at being consistent at following through with, you know, what he eats and his regimen to work out. So I said that to him and he was like, okay, well, go work out <laughs> and drink water. Like he gave me the same spill that he would give any of the soldiers that were underneath him that he was helping. And I was like, that's not what I'm looking for. Like, I'm looking for that. Like, I need that, right? I need that um, that resource. I, I need that information. But I was looking for more. And so then finally, I said to him, like, can we go for a walk? Like, let's walk. Let's walk. And I explained to him when he walked with me, how that made me feel. I expressed to him that I felt so protected when I walked. I felt loved. I felt seen. I felt heard. I felt, you know, that we were bonding again as we did before we first started dating. I felt that that was the only time that we had during the day was just me and him. Like we were in nature walking and nobody else existed when it was our time. And for me, I needed that. I needed that connection. And then it actually just kind of trickled off to everything else. It was like, you know, we started wanting to just spend more time together and do more things together. And I just think that a lot of times for women, you have to be able to express to your husband, your spouse, your partner, whomever, uh, husbands express to your wife, um, what your spouse, you, yeah, what, you what you need, you know, how, 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 how do you need it done? You know, what, what, what does that entail for them? What are you needing from them? And, 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 well, and I, I want to express how important the, cause we talk a lot about communication and a lot of couples struggle greatly. I would say more struggle with, with good communication than don't. And that's part of the reason why we have so many disconnects in our relationships is we don't know how to communicate with our partner. Right. Okay. She said something really key. She came to me and said, Hey, I need to lose weight. Listen, if you are talking to a man, if this is, uh, you know, I, I understand that uh, in all relationships might not be like this, but if you are a woman and you are talking to a man, you need to understand how your man works. Okay. How he thinks, how he operates. And what I mean by that is, it when she came to me and was like, I want to do this, I gave her the way to do it and I went about my day because that's what most men do. Not all, but most. Most men go to the gym on their own, they go work in the garage on their own, they go do these things because that's what they're into, and they're not looking for necessarily their spouse to do it with them. But when she incorporated the feelings, mm -hmm. this is where you get a lot of men because I want my wife to feel good and secure and safe and happy. And so when you express how it makes you feel to that person, not only are you expressing what you want and what you need, but why? Okay. And that why I think for any good man is going to be enough to at least begin to take some form of action um, concerning that want or desire. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. For sure. You were so right. Yeah. And I just, you know, another thing too, I would say is <clears throat> I started with little small activities, right? So I know I needed to walk like three miles a day. You know, I heard that'd be really good for you and your body and everything. And I thought, okay, one, if you all follow our story, you know that Jack got an accident um, in 2020. And so his left, right side, excuse me, is basically fake. Uh, 
from his hip down to his my, no my, from my pelvis from pelvis down, down to, to his, yeah it's all fake and so walking okay is um not favorable for him okay it's not the funnest thing you know, uh, <laughs> and like the bionic man but i know that he loved me enough and that he would do it for me so i just said hey how about you just go to the grocery store with me just walk around the grocery store with me i need to pick up like five items and he knows his wife so he knows that five means really 15 or 20. but hey i'm gonna go with five and we would go to the grocery store we walk around and he you know what he knew that yes yeah, she's picking up 15 items but that took us at least with a good like 25 minutes so i got him to walk for 25 minutes and we're doing we're talking and we're learning from each other and we're expressing how we feel and i'm still giving him so much um gratitude towards what he yeah. is doing for me right i'm not doing this alone a lot of times i believe that a lot of women do a lot of things by themselves because their partner doesn't want to do those things but i think if you like he said was to express to him what that would mean if you would just join him if you would come along with him right if you would be a part of whatever it is that you want to do i think he would then be more inclined to then want to do it with you and so smart start with the little things you know i want to go drop off this thing to a co-worker right so come ride with me right i know it's like you're going five minutes down the road like why does he need to ride with you because you know what that's five minutes you could just spend alone time anything that you can do where you're alone and you can have a moment to yourself and you can communicate and you can talk and you can share just valuable time that's what's the most important key point to this i know my husband he does not like to go out to eat one it's ridiculous amount of money to spend on food that's not even that great not that great and uh two because he's not he doesn't really like big crowds and i know that about him so me thinking to myself hey going for a walk is just you and i that's it and there's nobody else around us but nature which i know he loves being outside so therefore i was like let's just do this next thing you know he started going with me you know we did one mile and then we did two miles and then we ended up with three miles and he was like hey actually this makes me actually feel really good and i really enjoy the time with you and he's then expressing to me how it's making him feel being with me and just us spending that alone time then had our children like are y'all going on another date like you know like they knew it was kind of our date like you guys are going on a date today right for sure like yeah we're going to do this and it's just one hour out of our day bringing us together communicating laughing together and you know we've had some moments where we weren't getting along yeah. you know before we went on that walk but we still went on that walk when we were able to talk through that issue through that that moment that we were having through that walk because it, once again it was just him and i and we were able to express how i was feeling he was able to express how he was feeling by the time we got done with the walk we were laughing we were joking and we were able to realize that we that we were solution oriented in that problem that we were having. Yeah, and I think that, you know, the next thing is be persistent because like Linnell said, I don't know if y'all missed that, but she said, start small. She was planning this whole three mile <laughs> walk thing way before she introduced the walking part to me, okay? She was taking me to the store, you know, just doing little things. So be persistent, be persistent. She was persistently pushing this agenda into my life gradually. Okay. And she was thankful 
for every moment that I gave her. And it ended up becoming something like she just said, that was really powerful and it really elevated our marriage and it helped us regain and rekindle that, that one-on-one -on -one time that we were so desperately missing. Mm -hmm. Okay. So be persistent with this. Don't just quit because it didn't work out the first day right. or the first week or whatever, or he did, he, you know, they might not give you a lot if it's just a conversation. Okay. Right. Hey, tell me how this looks, babe. And he walks in and says, Oh, you look great. You know, you, man, you're hot. Thank you so much. That made me feel amazing. I, I, w I wasn't feeling that good, but man, it, it makes me so happy that I'm attractive to you or whatever. Right. And then all of a sudden he's like, well, hold on, where are you going again? Looking that good. You know, you want me to come with you? Because, you know, I can join. I can join you. He's done that a couple of times. Like, I can come. I don't need to be sitting right next to you. But, you know, I could be there as a body if you need me to. And jokingly. And it just makes you feel good. And it, it kind of goes back to when, well, for us, you know, like when we were teenagers and we got together. It was like he always wanted to be with me. I always wanted to be with him. And I think that a lot of times in marriage, when you do have those, you know, life hits and children and careers and family and friends and just life in general, everything that comes with it comes, you forget those moments that you used to have when you first got together, right? And you always wanted to be together and you always wanted to talk. You'd be sitting on the phone, right? For hours, hearing each other breathe. What happened to those moments? Get those back. Those are important. That's how you spend time with your partner. It's not always about what you see on social media. You know, social media says you need to be planning trips everywhere. You need to be, you know, on dates every single week. Those things may not happen because maybe it's not in your budget to do that, right? You're asking somebody to do something that one, they mentally can't get past. They're not, he, he wasn't ready to just tackle three miles. So I just gradually said, Hey, go to the store with me. We have to, I need your opinion on this outfit that I'm going to pick up for our kids. I need your opinion on this gift. I want to give somebody. And then all of a sudden he's realizing that, Oh, Hey, while we're out, it was another thing I did while yeah, we're out. You know what? I think you said you, you, you wanted, you were interested in being, becoming a vegetarian. He was like, yeah, I was like, okay, you know what? Let's go to the garden center and let's look at what we need, right? Let's go just kind of look around, just window shop, see what we can pick up. If we need to pick up anything, let's just go find some information out. Let's go to, you know, he loves reading. So I would say, Hey, while we're out, let's go to, you know, Barnes and Nobles. Let's go look at the books. Let's go check out some things, stuff that he wanted to do. So that way it was always a give and take. It's never just, uh, I always need this from you. You always have to give this from me. It was like, Hey, I, you did this for me. So now I want to do this for you. And you're, you're extending that date. And that's what, you know, is key. You're extending that moment of just you two. It started with whatever you wanted to do, mm -hmm. but because it's a give and take and because you know your, your husband or your partner and you're like, yo, it's on the way. Let's just stop by there. I know you've been wanting this or doing that. And you just prolong that, that special moment of you guys bonding and not allowing the outside world to have a place in that moment. You know, it's just you and your partner. And so, it, you know, along with being grateful for your partner doing something outside of their comfort zone for you, this has to be one of the second most important things to do is to, is to make sure that you are giving back into that, that relationship or into that partnership, I say. 100%. I love it. Yeah. Let's recap real quick yeah. so that you understand what we all went over. Communication, 
communicate your desire and your feelings. Express how you're feeling and what your desire is that you need from your partner. Then start with little activities, little dates, little things that you can do, right? Ease them into it. And then they'll be more apt to want to do for you, right? They'll be wanting to just, it'll be authentic. They'd be like, he started just right. saying to me like, hey, you know what? Be ready by one o'clock because we're going to get and go for a walk. I'm like, oh, shucks, I'm excited. Because I wasn't having to um, push him to do it. You know, he was wanting to go on these walks with me. Walk with me. So just remember that too. Uh, be persistent. That's, that's the third key, most important uh, ingredient that we could give you on this meal call is be persistent. Don't just give up. Like he said, it might start with just a conversation. You guys don't go anywhere, right? That's cool. At least you're talking about it, right? One of my favorite terms is be to beat resistance, be persistent. Mm. It's very simple. Okay. So you, you're having some resistance with getting your partner on board with something. Be persistent. Do it in love. Do it tactfully like Linnell is mm -hmm. telling you to do it, but be persistent. And last but not least, be grateful, be grateful in everything. You know, I, I know sometimes it could get frustrated, frustrating. I can't even speak today. <laughs> you can get frustrated with your partner because you're looking for the end goal. A lot of times that's what happens in life where we're always seeing the end goal. We're seeing us exactly where we want to be. But if you, you have to start somewhere, right? So just be grateful for, like I said, the conversation that they give you. Then be grateful for the little walks that they give you. Be grateful for the times that they go with you to the gas station or they go pick up something for you or they just do any little thing for you. Be grateful for that. And then it goes into more time that you're spent together. And, and before you know it, it may not look like what everybody else is doing, which is actually beautiful because you have a relationship that's unique and it's authentic to what you have. That's the one thing I love about us is that, you know, is always outside the box of what we're always seeing on social media with him. He always thinks outside the box of how he can help me and how we can spend more time together. And it doesn't look like what most people think, but man, we are always together and we are always talking and we're always sharing our thoughts and our feelings. And I wouldn't change that. I really wouldn't. And just like she, like, and we weren't planning on saying this, but I'm going to say it right now. Like one of the things that I do to show my love for Linnell is she'll say, Hey, I want to do this, or I want to accomplish X, Y, and Z. So what I do is I begin to study that thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because one, I'm good at it. Yes. I'm good at studying. I'm good at learning something. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then tackling it, right. Figuring out how to get through it. And then I begin to put the ball in motion for her. So that way, that thing, that objective, that goal is accomplished in her life. And that's one of the, the biggest ways over the years that I've been able to show her, I love her. Don't, don't allow love to be put in a box. Okay. We all have different ways of expressing and showing and, um, communicating that love. Okay. So be open to it and be aware enough to see it. I think that's the other problem, big problem in relationships. Mm -hmm. You don't want to see those things that our partner is doing, you know, uh, the other day I posted this on, on Facebook, this big old pot pie, right? That Linnell made. And I was so in awe. I don't even eat it. All right. I can't eat it because it had chicken in it, but it was homemade. It was scrumptious looking like smell good. The kids were, I mean, the kids destroyed it. <laughs> and that is one of the ways that she shows her love to us. And it's wrong to not see it and appreciate it and spotlight it when you do. 
So. Oh, I love you. I love you. So. <laughs> oh, you! I wasn't waiting for you to say that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, um, so Men, just that is how you get nookie. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> okay. So let's dive into this. A big gut. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So we are going to give ingredients, okay, to having a prosperous relationship. And these ingredients are what we have used and currently use mm-hmm. in our relationship. We're not giving you something that we heard from somewhere else, okay? We're not giving you. We're not giving you something that is been repurposed by other people. Okay. We're giving you, we, we digested our 19 year marriage and our 27 years of being in each other's life. And we said, how did we make this work? Because (laughs) man, there were times where we didn't want it to work. There were a lot of down times in our marriage, a lot of lulls. Okay. A lot of valleys. And those are the hardest times to get through. But, it, you know, the cool thing is a recipe works. Okay. When you have a good recipe, as long as you follow the recipe, it works. And so we basically created this, this uh, recipe. And I don't know how much of it we're going to get into today because we probably will run out of time to get through all of it. We have basically eight main ingredients that we want to give you guys. Um, and we're going to at least give you one today all right but, but that's why you have to like you have to hit the subscribe yeah. button and you got to come back so right. you can catch it you got to come back for more man i can't just give it all to you right <laughs> now man you know and if i give it to you all right now you're going to try to skip through the the ingredients and find which one you want to work on and which one is comfortable for you and then just go from there and that's not how this thing works okay you got to have all eight ingredients and you have to do the work Okay. You don't get a prosperous relationship without doing the work. All right. And so unlike uh, a normal ingredient, right, that you just go to the store and buy these, you have to cultivate within your own self. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so before we get into the first ingredient, one of the things that we have noticed Mm -hmm. is that just right off the bat, people are not in relationships for the right reasons. Okay. People get married, start dating for money, for status, arm candy, the brag to their, their friends because their friends think that person's hot. Their parents approve, you know. Or they just don't know how to be alone. Right. Yeah. That's they, a big you, thing. Oh, man. They really don't know how to be alone. So they're so needy of having somebody in their life that willing to take anybody to just to be in their life. And that's where the first ingredient is really important. But before we get to that, finish, I'm sorry. Well, and no, I mean, that's, that's so true because we just talked about how to rekindle that relationship, right? Uh, if you were, if you wanted to try to get your partner to do something with you and they just weren't trying to do it. But a lot of that is alleviated if you get this first part right, okay? And that is finding someone who is truly the person you want to spend the rest of your life with mm-hmm. your best friend. You see the, what, what, how did me and Linnell get through all this? Our baseline is friendship. Mm-hmm. It's friendship. It's she's my favorite human being, period. Not because I can have sex with her, not because we have kids, not because um, she's awesome with finances, not because she can cook really well, because she is my best friend and this is who I want to spend 
my days with, right? This is who I want to go through the storms and the rains with. And until you can kind of figure out that part, you're, you're always going to find yourself in, in a lot of problems. You know, if you're getting in relationships because they have something that you want or they offer something other than just their spirit and, and their mind, you're off course. Mm -hmm. And that relationship is going to go further off course mm -hmm. as time proceeds. There, there isn't a remedy for that other than to begin to like your partner. Right. And I'll even go a step further. A lot of y'all don't like yourselves. Oh, okay. You don't like yourself. <laughs> and then you get into a relationship with a person you don't even like. Come on. You settle because you don't believe that you're worth more. Mm -hmm. All right. So now you're married. Maybe you got a kid, maybe two bills, whatever. Now the, all of these are the reasons why, you know, life is the way it is. Right. But the truth is it starts within us. Yes. Okay. And I'm not sitting here saying, go get a divorce. If you don't like your partner, right. What <laughs> I'm saying is let's, let's fix it because there were points in our marriage that we didn't like each other. Right. All right. There were, there were points where I was like, I don't even know. I, I, I don't know who this woman is. Okay. But I don't like her. And there were definitely I, moments where I said, yeah. I did not like him. And I would say that to any and everybody that would listen. I, I, <laughs> that I is wanted, the honest truth. Yeah, we wanted returns. We did. Okay? And <laughs> we forgot the receipt. But the, the point is, yeah. is that a lot of you guys are getting into these relationships and you shouldn't be in the relationship in the first place. Right. Don't be in a rush to get married. Don't do it because your family said so. Don't, or their family's rich or, or it's going to elevate you here or do this. You're going to find yourself unhappy and with a person who doesn't like you either. Right. And, and now you just, you're in this situation mm -hmm. and you got to figure a way out. All right. And so the, the first thing, if you're in, if you're in a relationship, if you're dating or you want to get in one, find the right person first, take the time. Take the time. We did actually a video on this. If you go to our podcast on, you know, making a list of, of what you want in your partner. Mm -hmm. So you can go back and, and watch some of that stuff. It's on our YouTube channel. But there are methods to finding the right one. Now, finding the right one doesn't mean you won't go through things. I just told you. Right. We didn't like each other. But when you have a strong friendship, you find the one reason to like them. Mm hmm. You find the, even if there's a thousand other reasons to hate them or be mad at them or or to be disgusted by them, you find the one that you makes you want to love them, makes you want to stay in that fight. And what he did say, which I don't know if anybody heard that, was the reason we didn't like each other is because we didn't like each, ourselves first. That was yeah. the thing. So when we started to really implement these recipes, we started to really follow the ingredients and we started to really, you know, figure out how do we make this, this turnaround in our marriage? How do we make this turnaround in our friendship, right? How can we come back and make this thing work? So we're actually both happy. It starts with ourselves first. So before we get into the first ingredient, okay, we have to take this quick commercial. So please don't go anywhere. Stay tuned and we'll be right back.
And we are back, family. <laughs> Woo. Man, those commercials were amazing, right? I know. Anyway, <laughs> listen. The first ingredient, okay, to this whole shindig we call relationships um, has really nothing to do with your partner. Nope. It, it really doesn't. But I'm going to give you the first ingredient that me and Lanil both had to start implementing in our life before anything ever changed. And I'm telling you, before this ingredient, just real quick, we had tried the love languages oh, yeah. book. Five love we languages. We had tried some all these other things that were floating fireproof around. Fireproof or something. Fireproof or something, yeah. Be fireproof. And I'm not saying that those things aren't good, okay? But what I am saying is that it's deeper than just that, mm -hmm. okay? You can do these things, but if the change doesn't come within what from within you first, there is no real lasting change. A lot of people, they read these books and they go through the motions. That's why I don't want to give you all the ingredients today because you'll get them all right and you'll be like, oh yeah, we got this. I'm just going to do this, 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 and this. And everything's supposed to work, right? That's not how it works, man. The change has to come from within. It has to be real. It has to be authentic. Man, how many times did Linnell just say authentic before the break? Probably like six times. <laughs> and it's for good reason because most of us are not authentic. Right. We're not being authentic to ourselves, okay? We don't know who ourselves are. We don't like what we do see. Mm -hmm. And until some of this starts changing, because listen, your, your life as you see it, your reality is just a reflection of your internal state. This was a very hard pill for me to swallow, okay? Because I've had a lot of bad things happen to me in my life. And so for that pill to go down, I had to really look within. I had to find if that was true, right? Like this is this is my instinct. Like this this is internal. Mm -hmm. All of this is because in here is messed up. And when I found that that was true, I went I went crazy to figure out how to make that right. Mm -hmm. How to how to untangle this mess that was on the inside of me because I was tired of my reality looking like a hot mess. Okay? And this includes your marriage. This includes your marriage. And that first ingredient is your mindset. Okay? It is one of the most powerful powerful things that God has equipped you with. Unfortunately, it's also something that we have been conditioned with from a young age. Mm -hmm. When you're born, you don't get to tell people what to teach you, okay? Your parents, your family, your surroundings, your culture, you fill in the blank. And we are a little sponge, right? From zero months to about eight years old, you're just a sponge, man, okay? You're not rejecting any of this stuff. You're just taking it in, taking it in, right? This is, this is how it's supposed to be. This is what it is. This is what life is. You translate to a marriage. What did you see before? Mm -hmm. Did you see that a man does this, this, and this, and they're supposed to be happy? A woman's supposed to do this, this, and this? What if this, this, and this don't happen? What if this, this, and this still doesn't satisfy you? Okay? A lot of the things that we have been conditioned to believe and think 
and expect, mm-hmm. and let me say that again, expect mm-hmm. in our life has been passed down from generation to generation to generation. And each family is trying to do the best they can, mm-hmm. but they're just giving what they know. Right. Eventually, you have to be the one to break the cycle. Yep. Maybe you're just repeating what you saw your mom do. Maybe your mom has multiple divorces, and now you're on your second one. It's not too late. It's time for you to break the cycle, though. Okay? And the first step in this is to change the way you think. Change the way you are programmed to view life, view yourself, view problems. Okay? One of my favorite things to say is like, when, when you change your mindset, you no longer see a storm as a storm. You see it as a, a, a means to dance in the rain. Okay. It's no longer a negative. Okay. I very rarely see things as negative anymore because if it teaches me one thing, one thing, it was paid for. Thank you. Right. I needed that obviously. And so it was worth the experience. As hard as that experience might have been, and I've had a lot of hard experiences. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, I, I think that the way that we we think, right, is 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 hard. And what I'll say is that And also the what you say, what you say Well in, in that because well, then you use those I am statements, yes. right? We're big on that. And we had to start paying attention to what we said out of our mouths, like I am broke. I am unhappy. I'm tired. Um, yeah, I'm tired. Oh, I'm sick. I'm sick. <sighs> I, I just, I, I can't figure this out. I'm just not smart enough. Yes. I am not pretty enough. You see that girl over there? She's so much more prettier than me. All these different things that you're telling yourself. You're telling yourself all these stories. And then you start believing those stories. And your ego, only thing your ego does is go, I'm going to keep you safe. Uh, let me keep you safe and let me keep you comfortable, right? So then you stay there because that's what your ego tells you. And then you can't move past those stories because now you're safe. You be- you truly believe what it is that you're saying out your mouth. But now it's time for you to really hone in on like, oh, wait, I, I don't believe that about myself. I'm not tired. I am not sick. I am intelligent. I am beautiful. I was created, right, by the most perfect being. So that means if I'm created by the most perfect being, then I am perfect. And I know people go, oh my God, I can't believe she said that. There is no way. There's only one person on this earth that walked this earth and his name is Jesus. And he was the only perfect person. It's not true. Because if Jesus is supposed to be my brother, right? Created by a being, created by the creator, God himself. I was created by God. He's created by God. We're all created by God. Jesus himself said, you will do uh, what I've done and more. more. Right. So let's let you know and and it really doesn't matter you know it doesn't matter what religion or what background you have when it comes to that the fact of the matter is most of us are speaking what we believe out all the time but we're not aware of it so i think we were on one show and I, i that was my like my challenge is go around and try to become aware of because i let me tell you something i am I, I am two most powerful words in, in the in the in the dictionary. Okay. But the third word that follows is just as important. I am powerful, I am broke. Both will become your reality if you're not careful. Okay. Or if that's what you really believe. 
And the thing is, we, we tend to really do believe these things, okay? We believe that we're not good enough, that we can't have certain things, that we're, you know, the way your, your partner treats you, you might believe mm -hmm. that you deserve that, that that's how a relationship's supposed to be. And now you're in this thing thinking that this is it. So first thing is become aware, mm. become aware of your conditioning. We, our mind is like a, a big computer program, okay? But when you get an update on your Apple, because if you got an Apple, you're awesome, all right? And if you're you awesome if you got an Android. No, Let's not take, not. I mean, real and quick, we, cool. whatever. Right. We debate about that all the time, but we here or there. <laughs> we can, and Apple will win. No, they now won't, because they learn everything from Samsung. So Let, there you go. Listen, we can agree to disagree. <laughs> all right, let's do that. But my, my point is, it, when you get an update on your phone or your, your computer, you have to restart it and it rewrites some things and it fixes some things and you get a better running computer. Okay. And so why mindset is so important is because the way you think, the way you see and view and process this life that you're living, okay, determines how it's going to play out. And we have to begin to reprogram that so that way it gives you the life that you really want. How many of y'all go to sleep wishing that you had certain things and you've been like that for a long time, mm -hmm. but then you disqualify yourself mm -hmm. right after. Well, that's for somebody else. Right. That's mindset. Mm -hmm. You know, I wish I could, I wish I could eat like that mindset. Right. Oh, I wish, I wish, you know, my life was like, oh, it must be nice to have that. <laughs> oh, it must be nice. Must be cool. Mm. You're already disqualifying yourself right. from whatever that thing is. Mm -hmm. And so it translates so much into a relationship. When we began to investigate this, we began to realize, like, I would expect if she came up to me and was like, you know, babe, I don't like this. Da, 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 and she's talking to me about something that, that she doesn't like or doesn't want to see. My mind went straight to negative. Mm -hmm. Oh, here we go again. She's gonna in, in my I wouldn't say it out loud, but in my mind, I'm like, oh, yeah, here we go. Yeah. And so I'm not even listening to her now. I'm listening to the story that I'm telling myself mm -hmm. about what she's trying to tell me. And if I would just stop the story and listen to this woman, mm -hmm. my God, <laughs> you have no idea how 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 my life would have been so much better. Okay. But I I was just blind. Yeah. And so the first thing we have to do is become aware of the computer programming that is installed in your computer right now. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then we have to begin to say, uh, -uh I don't like that. Right. That's right. No, 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 no. I deserve better. I know I am worth more. And then we can begin to change the program. Okay. But it starts with identifying those things. Oh man, I am negative. Oh man. You know what? When, when the boss said, who wants this raise? And they said that we would have to do certain things. I didn't feel like I could do it. So I didn't raise my hand, but you've been needing money, but you wouldn't go for the, the, the raise because you didn't feel qualified within yourself. And this translates in every area of our life to include your marriage. That's right. All right. And so how do we begin to renew that mind? 
really for us, we just started to go into uh, reading. We read every self-help book there was out there. And we started changing our, we, I listen to music all day. Music, I don't know how they say five love, lang love languages when it's supposed to be six, because music is a love language, okay, within itself. Any tours, if you're a tourist, you already know, okay, that love language is music. And so I listen to music when I'm sad, when I'm happy, any mood I'm in. And I just changed that. When I go into workout, I started listening to audiobooks. And when I was in the car, I just listened to audiobooks. And I was just really trying to understand more about myself and understand why I thought the way I did and the reprogramming. I was having to basically restart my, right? Restart my computer and wipe it clean and then start over. And when you do that, you have to then put what's right for you yeah. back inside. Okay. It just can't be blank. It's like a piece of paper. It's like writing a book, right? If you just send to the, uh, with the publisher, uh, blank pieces of paper, they're going to look at this. Like, what is this? Is this your story? They're looking for you to write your story, right? Tell them about your story. So you have to really, like you said, you can tell stories to yourself, but it has to be positive stories to get you to where you're going, to get you to where you want to be. And that's what we had to start doing. We started journaling and on, writing. Let me, let me say something on that too, because when, when she says something really important, so you can't, your mind is very powerful. And if you've been programmed, like I used to think that every time she would say something to me, it was negative, <laughs> right? Like she was going to ring me for something. And I'm like, God dang it again. Right. So how did I begin to reprogram that to where I could actually listen to my wife and find the value that she was trying to give me? So every time there's a negative thought, you replace it with the opposite in the positive form. So, man, I'm so tired today. God, I am so energized today, man. I'm so thankful for today. Or and if you can't do the opposite, you find something to replace it in the positive term, right? So you say, well, I'm, I'm just so tired. Like, man, I am so thankful that I'm here right now. I'm thankful that I woke up this morning that God put breath in my body, mm -hmm. right? You begin to tell yourself and reprogram yourself the opposite because the positivity outweighs the negativity in the mind mm -hmm. right and, it, and you're creating mm -hmm. a different program this is how you begin you it's, it's one thing to read it but then you got to start implementing it and Linnell will tell you that's one of my biggest things mm -hmm. is people read stuff and they don't live it out right right you you just well i read this book right like I, i've seen people i read 52 books yep. a, a year and <laughs> and i'm like okay so how much of that did you apply and how much of that is a working knowledge in your life how much of that can you teach because if you can't teach it, you don't know it. Mm -hmm. And I'll step off my soapbox right now. <laughs> Go ahead, girl. I just love you so much. You still make me laugh to this day, which is so truthful. And that's the crazy thing. Like what you're saying is truth. Even it's knowledge for somebody that doesn't understand this. Like if you are not applying, that's the one thing I will say, even though I was listening to the audiobooks and I was reading, like I wasn't really taking what it was saying and applying it, you know, and when I started applying it to my life, right, implying it to my life, then I started seeing the work be done. And I'm like, oh, now things are actually shifting for me. Now I'm actually starting to make headway in where I need to. Then I start realizing that a lot of people, like he said, they just like were saying, oh, I'm reading this book and this book is so great. Well, then tell me about the book. Tell me what you learned. 
right? And then how did it apply to your life? And then how did it work for, out for you? But people can't do that. They're just so proud of saying that they read this many books, right? I guess to show face, I don't know. But it, fad, like everything else, we're getting these fads and, and we think like, oh, well, all the rich people. Right. That's what they right? say. That read, oh, I just man, read, read, read. We should do that. Yeah. And yes, I'm, I love reading. He does love okay? reading. And so I'm not against it at all. But I'm more for application, right? Because I think Bob Proctor taught you that. Yeah. Like he would, oh, you Bob would take would read, like a paragraph. Uh, yeah, he had a stand, a mm -hmm. book stand, right? And he would just read like a paragraph or m maybe a page. And he would go and reread that until he understood it. And what he would always preach is that you didn't catch all of it. Your mind starts wondering when right? you're reading, like all of these things. Have, and it's true when you really, this is what I'm saying. This is the first step. Because bringing awareness yes. to these things, bringing full awareness, like, oh man, I do space out when my wife talks. No, I said I heard it, but I, damn, I did not hear that, right? Yeah. I was thinking about the football game, right? <laughs> and, but now you're becoming aware of it. So right. now I can become intentional the next time she talks, mm -hmm. right? Like when I would, when she would talk and I'm negative, right? And I, now I'm like, you know what? I am so grateful that she feels that she can come and talk to me. Yep. She can express her feelings to me. And then it's bringing awareness to, man, you're not listening. Okay, hold on. I'm Let me focus, right? And then, and then now you're starting to make eye contact. You're starting to do these things that actually turn women on. And so it's a, it's a bonus though. It's, <laughs> it's, it's worth it, all right? And he would reiterate what I said. That was another thing. So that I knew that he understood what I was saying and what I needed him to do. That would, so that's key that I know he's listening to me. So it's like, uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. You're not in that head. Yeah, 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 yeah. You just say that, but it's not getting feedback. you anywhere. He's always giving me feedback to what it is, acknowledging what I said. So that is really key. Just remember that. And uh, we did. We just started reading and we started journaling. You know, we started writing our feelings out. And and not that we don't share. We said that all the time. We talk and we share our feelings and express that. But it's nothing like getting a piece of paper and a pen and just writing it down, right? It, whether you do it in the morning or you do it before you go to bed, just draw whatever your thoughts are. Whatever your thoughts are, you write about your day. So if you want to do it at night, that means you're going to, you might write about your day or the day before or what you want to come or what you're looking for. Whatever your mind wants to put down on that piece of paper, write it. And I'm going to tell you a hack. Okay. Write, just write. Okay. Three, like two pages, three. I do three pages a day, but mm -hmm. whatever you it feel does. comfortable with, right? You write. And then afterwards, like, let it be like the end of the day, right? Or at night reread what you wrote yeah. and underline what stands out to you and that that was that infinite being on the inside of you speaking amen okay yes. hone in on that on on those messages and man it's life-changing and we used to like she said so part of our walks and our conversations yep we'll be, be about, about what we're learning yeah so you're yeah i'm not forcing her to learn anything i'm just i'm just excited about the things that i'm, I'm applying in my right. life and the results that i'm getting same thing with her and now we're having these intellectual conversations and we are helping each other grow it's still sharpening still right you talking about a strong relationship this is how you get it that's right another thing we did was we protected and we placed boundaries oh, yeah. towards anybody and anything Okay, that was gonna, that didn't di come into the desire that we were looking for, the kind of life that we were looking for. And if it didn't, if they did not, a person or a thing, right, 
did not serve us as far as our relationship, if we felt like they were coming in between us, then they no longer were allowed to be around us. And it wasn't in a negative way. The being takes care of all of that for you. Just so you know, you don't have to do not one thing. You just keep working on your mindset. You keep staying positive. You still just be the person that you're supposed to be. You still work on that every single day. And the being itself goes or itself decides to remove things out of your life and you no longer want those things in your life exactly. either so it you, really is you maintain that perimeter around your your life mm -hmm. okay and you put up that that fence of this is this is the standard right, right? the standard fence okay man that that fence between the universe and the fence yeah it you don't have to worry about it just put it up okay and do not feel bad let me repeat that. Do not feel bad. There were a lot of times we felt bad. We did. And especially in the beginning, because you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Let me tell you something. If you really want to help the people that you say you care about and you love, the first person that has to elevate is you. That's right. How can you give what you don't have? Okay. And you can't expect certain people to be able to pour into you things that they don't have. So all you're doing is you're elevating yourself so that way you can get to a, a place of being a full cup, right? That can overflow into other people's lives. All right. And so just remember that as you move this, it's, it's bigger than you. It really is. You will influence lives at the store because of the way you, the changes that you're making. You will, our kids, our whole, our, our kids, we didn't have to discipline them to do what they're doing right now, y'all. We just changed ourselves and lived a certain way. And now all of a sudden our house has peace for the most part, right? Kids will be kids, but for the most part, it's peace. Mm -hmm. There's love, there's union. All we did was set the temperature, baby. That's all we did. And then we just made sure that we kept it on that temperature. That's right. And if you don't align with that temperature. See you later. <laughs> well, mindset, gratitude, communication, expectation, boundaries. Those are key components to the first ingredient mindset. You're going to change the way that you live. You're going to change the way that you're being. You're going to, you know, readjust, right? You're wise. You're going to uh, consciously think about your thoughts and, and overall mindset. And when you do that, you're going to change your life and your relationships. Mm -hmm. And every desire that you have for yourself, every want and need is going to be fulfilled because you changed your mindset first. So, if you need further assistance in your relationship, please feel free to use our email address displayed on the bottom of our screen or in our show notes, which I'll tell you right now, it is my bulletproof marriages at e360tvlive.com. If you have a concern or a question or a question, please send us in for the mail call. If you want to be anonymous, that's cool too. If you have not already subscribed, not sure what you're waiting for, like and share this content so we can continue to share relationship tips that have worked for us for 19 years and are do during the good times and the bad times. We just want to be able to help you and your relationships thrive. 
So tune in next Sunday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the E360 TV network. We will have Pamela Downs, the founder of Spirit Calling. Pamela was married for 15 years, raising teenagers. And while in her marriage, she found a spiritual journey instead of a religious path, which led her unfulfilled marriage into divorce. On her journey, the family found peace, joy, purpose, and love. Let's delve into a life after divorce and finding your fullest potential. Thank you for watching, fam. And together we will have a new me, a new you. So we can have a new us. We'll All see right. You next week, see you next week. I'm not sure I understand it, but everything.